Get ready to turn down the lights and turn up the vibes with two cool fools who are down for whatever. This is Vibe Talking. Yeah, because I have not asked you anything about what you think about the movie. I actually dropped the ball and watched the movie today and watched it, like, finished it like an hour ago. Okay, that, um, that's fine. But that's good. It's very fresh. It's yeah, fresh I think it'll be very fresh. So overall, like, how did you feel about it? I actually liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. I wasn't, like, crazy about it. Like, nothing, like, really stuck with me. I'm probably not going to rewatch it, you know. I would recommend it to someone if they're just like, oh, I want to watch something tonight, you know. Like, it's not like one of the other ones where I'm like, oh, my God, you have to watch this. Or, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm just like, yeah, it was fun. Like, watch it or not, whatever, you know. But I thought I wasn't going to like it at all because I don't like John Holmes. And I save your HSOs about John. Yeah, Holmes. I have so much to say about that. <laughs> I freaking hate him. I don't like him. Up until listening to that interview, I was not a fan of Bob Chin. Mm-hmm. You know, now that I listen to the interview, I'm like, okay, he seems like a cool enough dude that I'm like, I kind of like him more. You know? Yeah. This movie um, made me think maybe I should check out more of Bob Chin's films because I feel like he fits into our little pantheon of directors that we have going. Yeah, because I think he was more. I don't know. I'm already rethinking what I'm about to say because, like, listening to him on his interview talking about how he's like writing Johnny Wad novels as an old man and shit, like, and he has all these ideas. And, like, I think he is a good director. I think he does have fun ideas for stories, but I think he also was just like, oh, I gotta work. Like, here's a gig. All right, I have two days. All right, let's pull it together. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he was necessarily as. Well, at least, what, what's my budget? Oh, it's seven fifty. All right, I guess. Yeah, I feel like, and and he admitted this himself. Yeah, I kind of would just half-ass stuff because I knew that's as good as it would be. But you could tell with this movie that he really gave a shit. Yeah, you know, and like I think when he is giving a shit, like his stuff is pretty good. Like there's some stuff in this movie that's like very well done. Okay, I guess we will get into that like whenever we start rolling, but. Yeah, just my impression was that when the idea was first brought up, it feels like there's going to be parts of this movie that are just going to be, like, impossible to watch. But I was pretty into the entire movie. The mm-hmm. the one part of the movie that gave me a bad vibe was just that one scene. Also so random and unnecessary, and it was, like, a two-minute scene. So, like, just don't have it (laughs) yeah but i think i think there's an explanation for it and not an excuse i can kind of dane what i think their reasoning was behind it so i guess Uh i'll just save that for the actual recording but john holmes as a performer i was like he's not bad like i was expecting i don't know i guess a lot of my impression had just been made first and foremost by um you know what they do (laughs) well that too but first and foremost it was just Understanding that the character of Dirk Diggler um, in Boogie Nights was based a lot on John Holmes. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of like, okay, this guy, like, he can't act for shit. He just has a big dick. But then it's like... Dirk is trying so hard to not slander him. (laughs) He is, but Mark Wahlberg's so perfect in that role. Because Mark Wahlberg can do such a good job as a wooden actor. Like, Mark Wahlberg's not the best actor in the world. 
but he's good enough when he's used right in a movie and it was used perfectly in Boogie okay, Nights. That's what I feel like. I feel like Mark Wahlberg is an okay actor. And I think he can be good when he's with, like, good people. Like, I like seeing him with Will Ferrell. I feel like he brings out a good sense of humor and brings out... But when he's not with someone who's, like, really encouraging him to, like, do something cool, I, I feel like he doesn't bring it. Yeah, like... He's when, not gonna just do it on his own. When Mark Wahlberg's not... When he's playing a role where he's not taking himself seriously, that's when he's the best. Or when he's playing a role where the joke is that he's taking himself way too seriously. Mm -hmm. I almost watched Pain and Gain just because I was like, this could be really good Wait, if like Mark Wahlberg... it actually Wahlberg... is good. Is it? I, I mean, I saw it years ago, like I saw it when it came out. But okay. like, at that time, I really enjoyed it. Like, he's in I Heart Huckabees, and I remember when I first watched I Heart Huckabees, I was like, this is a legit good movie, and like Mark Wahlberg's giving a legit good performance. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched it in a long time, but... You know, just the shit to where it's just like, the joke is like, hey, it's Mark Wahlberg being Mark Wahlberg. It's funny, like, hey there, donkey, how you doing? Say hi to your mother for me. You know, like, like kind of shit like that. Like, <laughs> like that shit's like funny. But, but him playing like Dirk Diggler and just understanding that like he had to be someone who took himself too seriously. But also like the moments where he has to be vulnerable. He was really good at that. But what we're really talking about is John Holmes. And it's like, I could see John Holmes in an alternate universe being like, not an extremely well-known character actor in the 70s and 80s, but somebody that you start to like, if you watch enough movies, you're just like, oh yeah, that one guy that was in the Sam Peckinpah movie, he was an interesting character. He's by no means, like, the only way he could ever be a leading man is in a movie to where like, the main thing about him is that he's got a big long dick. And then like, the sex scenes... Nothing special about the sex scenes. Right? But not off-putting. No. Sometimes I watch stuff and I'm just like, oh god, like let's wrap this up. This one I was like, oh yeah, that was a perfectly fine scene. Two good looking people. It was cool, you know. I wasn't like pumped on it, but yeah. you know, it's fine. Well, the other thing that, um, you know, I'm going to get into on the episode, but I felt like this movie gets about as close to the ideal balance of like sex and story I would and like agree. it's the thing that spinelli should have done with dixie, dixie ray, ray. Yeah. to where it's just like this is a guy that kind of deals with like some shady underworld kind of shit and like mm -hmm. real fast and loose you know I what? Mean, that's actually a really good comparison i feel like dixie ray while it is a way better movie i feel like this is probably a better porno well and that's another thing too is like if you imagine switching the directors and actors if you put John Holmes in Dixie Ray, mm -hmm. it's nowhere near as good a movie. Mm -hmm. You had Bob Chin directing it. Unless he changes the story, I don't think it makes the movie any better. You know, yeah. you put the actresses like, I don't know. I'd, I'd be interested to see Georgina Spelvin trying to pull off Dixie Ray as a character. I feel like she could do it. Yeah, I feel I like she has she a chop. But Lisa Delu really fucking, crushed it. Yeah. I really like, liked her. The more I think about that role, the more I'm just like really fucking entertained by her. And it's funny because like I didn't realize I'll, I'll save that for the for the podcast. But yeah, like my closing kind of thought on this on our preamble is that I'm now interested in watching the other Johnny Watt movies and just seeing too. if there's anything yeah. else that's as good as this. Yeah, because this didn't feel too much like Boogie Nights. I know there's some like direct recreations going on, and I would like to see those. So we'll have to keep watching more of them. See yeah. If we can find them. All right. 
Vibe Talking is available to download and stream everywhere you find podcasts. Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and more. If you like what you hear, make sure to like, listen, subscribe, and share it far and wide so they can keep it rolling. Vibe Talking, a Good Vibe Cinema production.